I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of your Business Boost podcast. I'm Michelle Broadbent and I am bringing you a little bit of a life boost today. I am recording this from lockdown in Sydney where I know that I am joined by many fellow detainees, not just here in Sydney, but at the time of recording, Melbourne are also, have also been put into a lockdown. And, um, I just felt compelled to share some of the tools in my toolkit that I use when life gets tough because COVID or no COVID, we are constantly dealt with challenges in our lives. And the really tricky thing when you run your own business is that the show has to go on and it doesn't need to go on to the level that it normally goes on in regular times, but we don't have a boss or a massive big team to call on when things get a bit tricky and, you know, call in and say, hey, you know, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off because, uh, you know, my life's gone to hell. Um, We do need to keep functioning. And um, I don't want to trigger anybody here by what I'm sharing. I am coming to you as a single parent who is home teaching two kids, running a business and just keeping my head above water while I'm here in lockdown in Sydney. I'm far from perfect. Just ask my kids or ask my neighbors when they hear me screaming at them. Um, But I just thought that by sharing some of the things that help me when life isn't going according to plan, um, I just hope that, yeah, by sharing the things that help me, that you might hear something that may help you and boost your life. So this is very much non prescriptive. This is not Michelle's 10 steps for surviving lockdown. This is more just to give you a bit of inspiration uh, and you might hear something here and just go, yeah, I might start implementing that in my life. So the first thing that I do when things go haywire is look for the things that I can control. Now, particularly during these um, uh, COVID-impacted times, There is a feeling that so much of what is happening to us is out of our control. And I'm not denying that there are forces that, that we cannot control, but I know that I can control how I respond and how I behave. And I will be the first to say that I am not always my best self when it comes to challenging times. Often my first response is um, a bit of panic. That That's the truth. I don't automatically snap into, um, you know, controlled and um, sensible and logical thinking. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a robot. I'm a, I'm a human being. Um, but I think when 
when I feel like the rug has been ripped out from under me, I look for structure. I look for rhythm. I'm very comforted by that. And I look at ways in which I can implement that in my life. Um, that's just the, one of those things that makes me feel like I have got a handle on things. Now, that differs depending on what my circumstances are. So right now, obviously, the structure and rhythm to my my days and my week is very different to what it would be if I wasn't in lockdown and if my kids were back at school. So what I look for is ways of ensuring that the really, really important stuff happens. Um, and then I lower the bar on all the other stuff. So when it comes to routines, rhythms, structure, I do this for myself personally and for my work, but I also do this for the kids, for the household. So making sure, you know, our meal breaks are scheduled in and we get fresh air and we get exercise and they know when they can interrupt me and when I'm available for them. So having that communication between us is really, really important. You know, I plan meals, I plan entertainment, I plan exercise, I plan my connections with um, my, my loved ones. All of this, or what this does for me is it just creates a little bit of predictability in what appears to be unpredictable and chaotic times. And it stops that feeling of me being in just utter chaos. Now, I touched on this just earlier about lowering the bar on everything else that isn't important. And I have a mantra during these really tricky parts of my life. And that is that done is better than perfect. I know that no one is giving out prizes at the end of a lockdown or a challenging period in our life for incredible output. So I need to remind myself that it's okay to cut myself some slack. I need to cut the kids some slack. I need to cut people in the supermarket some slack. I need to just dial down my expectations of myself and those around me. And by doing that, it makes life so much more manageable because I think it's when we have really high expectations of what we can get done and what or what others can do during a really challenging time that sets us up for disappointment. Um, and we don't want to be feeling disappointed. I mean, it's disappointing enough getting the news that we're going to be locked up for longer or, you know, things aren't going to work out the way that we thought that they would. So cut yourself some slack. Um, the other thing that I think is really, really important um, is to just consider what done looks like for you. So when I was talking about lowering the bar, I know that there are certain areas of life where we can't lower the bar completely. You know, I've got friends who have just had a baby. Like they can't just go, oh, well, I'm going to lower the bar and just leave this baby to scream its head off in the cot for the next hour while I, you know, sit and paint my nails. That's that's not possible, right? Um, but when life is challenging, it's it's okay to, I guess, triage what 
is really, really important. And like I said earlier, focus on the important stuff and cut yourself some slack with the others. But what does that look like for you? So, you know, it could be things like um, ordering food in, having pre-prepared meals instead of cooking from scratch. Uh, It could be going, stuff it, my kids are not home learning for five days a week. I'm going to, you know, they're going to do it for three days and then the other two days we're going to hang out as family. Or um, my <laughs> the measurement of when things are really going to hell in my house is when my kids are eating hot dogs in a bun. Um, and I used to beat myself up about the fact that I was giving my kids hot dogs in a bun for dinner they bloody loved it. They absolutely loved it. So don't beat yourself up. This is a period of pain. It is not the norm. Now, in terms of, I guess, sort of day-to-day existence and getting through the day, uh, as I said earlier about prioritizing important things, but focusing just on one thing at a time. So um, breaking things down into teeny tiny steps allocating time to do just those little incremental things that are going to keep moving forward on those important things that I have identified that I want focus on, but I can't do everything all at once. So it's just focusing on one thing at a time, one foot in front of the other, one hour at a time, one day at a time, and that will just keep the ball rolling, can build on that momentum. But the other thing is is I I quite like the satisfaction that I get from those quick wins, from those little incremental actions. I write a to-do list and I put down every single teeny tiny thing that I'm going to do in the day and crossing things off that list makes me feel so good. So um, yeah, just think about those breaking things down into tiny, tiny elements. Um, Coming back to my physical surroundings, um, I really try the best I can within the four walls of my house to mix up my surroundings. I often stagnate if I'm sitting just in front of my laptop at my desk. If I'm, you know, I stagnate, you know, literally physically stuck at my desk and my brain kind of gets stuck as well. And I notice this with the kids. They are like, their brains are like mush if they're just sitting there in front of their laptop all day long. So I try as best as I can to get outside or even just move into another area of the house to work, mixing up my surroundings. I'll sit out in the sun to take a phone call. I also ask my clients if we can avoid Zoom as much as possible unless we really, really have to. Um, You can do this too. You're allowed. There's no rule that says that all meetings need to be video calls. Um, One of my business buddies, she has designated hair and makeup days in her calendar. So there are a couple of days a week that she will get you know, dressed up full hair, makeup, and and that means that she is available for video calls. And her assistant knows never to book anyone in for a video call on the days that she does not have her hair and makeup done. I absolutely love it. So I think, you know, when times get challenging, I, I feel like our boundaries have there's an opportunity for our boundaries to get stronger here and then that strong firm boundaries that we implement in these challenging times carry us back out of this period of pain and into our regular life and that 
is only a good thing. Um, the other thing that is really, really important to me is connection. I think when things get challenging, it is really easy to just lose touch with the people that we really, really care about. And particularly if you're going through a challenging time personally, you don't feel inclined necessarily to reach out. And as I mentioned earlier, we're not good at like asking for help. I know that I used to be very, very bad at that. But what has always helped me through challenging times is the connection and the support, even if it's not physical, but just that emotional support from other people, having a conversation, knowing that I am not the only one who is feeling bad, um, being listened to, being understood and providing that for other people. It's really important to stay in touch with your loved ones. And I know that juggling all the things that we are juggling, sometimes you get to the end of the day and you're like, I cannot talk to another person. I don't want to deal with anyone. I just want to sit here on the lounge and watch Netflix. So consider when you can have those little moments of connection. It could be when you're going to pick up a coffee or when you're out for a walk, just pick up the phone and call someone. Uh, It could be while you're having your lunch or even just, yeah, boiling the kettle, whatever. Like there are so many moments in the day where we can just grab little moments of connection. And if you are living with other people, like physical contact is so, so important during times of stress, hugs, kisses, um, you know, all the stuff that just releases those feel good hormone. Is it, I think it's oxytocin, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, yeah, which obviously helps combat stress. I'm not a doctor, as you well know. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the feel good hormones that come from physical touch is really, really important when life goes to shit. Um, the other thing that I have is, uh, a list on my phone that is titled things that make me happy. It's just saved in the notes section of my phone. And this is something that I put together a few years ago when I first, um, when my marriage first ended, because I had completely lost touch with what it was that actually made me feel good. And I had to go through this process of identifying what that was and then documenting it so that I wouldn't forget because I was in the throes of an incredibly challenging time. And this note has, I I come back to this time and time again, and it's got really kind of um, pretty straightforward stuff on there. Like I have things like um, going for a walk in nature having my nails painted. And by having my nails painted, I mean, yes, in an ideal world, we could have a manicure, but I just love having um, nail polish on my nails. That makes me happy. Uh, Having a really hot shower in the dark. Things that make me happy. The list is very long, but think about the things that make you happy and document them. Doesn't mean that you have to do them all right now. You can, because there'll be some things that make you happy that you can't do when, when things are really, really tough, like being locked down. But when life gets tough, you have a list then to revert back to 
and you can mine from that list and find something that hopefully will make your heart sing and just yeah, give you a little bit of a boost. I find at this time when things get tricky, we revert to what brings us comfort. I speak to a lot of people who get into like a bit of a slump when it comes to reading or they find they can't concentrate on like a television show or movies. So think about the things that bring you comfort. Is it re-watching episodes of an old television program? Is it rereading books that you've loved in the past? Um, Tilly, my, my youngest daughter, she's, uh, she has, she's quite a, a voracious reader and she's been like into these sort of fantasy kind of books. And I've just noticed over the last few weeks that she hasn't been reading at all. And then she discovered some what she calls old fashioned books that my mum had given her it was things like Wind in the Willows and Millie Molly Man. Andy. And she started reading this. She goes, mommy, I'm just, I don't know why I'm just really loving these old fashioned books at the moment. So I think it's just the way that, that it's written or the tone or whatever it is. So find your equivalent of the old fashioned books or just something that you can kind of get lost in if you can. I think that really, really helps. Just be mindful of what you are consuming during a time like this. Go for comfort. Again, you're not going to get a badge or a prize for having the most highbrow entertainment um, habits during challenging times in your life. But just be mindful of what you're listening to and what you're reading and watching. I find during these times that I am just like barely on social media because I don't want to know what is going on in the rest of the world. Um, so if that is really triggering for you, take it off your phone. Just take the apps off and reinstate them when things are feeling a little bit better or mute uh, accounts that are triggering you or unfollow them altogether if that's what you want to do. Again, you need to look after yourself and nurture yourself and 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 the best way to do that is to protect yourself um, from what you are reading and seeing. And speaking of the things that you are seeing, look for the beauty. This is something that, um, I mean, I probably sound like an old lady talking like this, but definitely as I have gotten older, my appreciation for the little things that just the magnificence of the world that we live in, right? Like there are rainbows and sunrises and sunsets and stars and there is so much beauty around us and when life goes to hell it is really easy to lose sight of that but there is so much to appreciate and we have there are people that love us and care about us and i really really implore you to focus on the good as much as you can because nothing comes from wallowing in doom and gloom for an extended period of time. I am not a mental health professional though, so if you are really, really struggling, if you are feeling lonely, if you are feeling disconnected, if you just cannot lift yourself out of a funk, 
I implore you to speak to a professional. There are people who can help you. God knows I have done so much therapy in my life and um, I know how beneficial it is to just talk to a professional when you are feeling really, really shitty. So I am sending you big, big love wherever it is that you are listening to this, whether it's from lockdown or not. Tough times don't last, but tough people do, and we are tough, and we can handle what life is throwing at us. I am sending you and your family like the warmest, warmest wishes for, uh, yeah, that we just stay safe and get through this, and if there is anything that I can do to support you in any way, please get in touch and let me know. I do hope that this episode has helped you in some tiny way, uh, reach out and let me know if it has. I'd love to hear from you. Um, But until next week, stay safe, sending love, and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.